Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. What is the point? Well, today we are going to talk about some stuff that I've been thinking about, and I'm sure that Ruthann will have some chiming in to do here. <laughs> so um, I've just been personally thinking about the fact that we can't really bless or help anyone else until we are personally experiencing a good walk with Jesus. And it's kind of the whole concept of, you know, when you're on the plane and they like talk through all the different things, put on your seatbelt, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it 5 million (laughs) times. And they say, please put on your own oxygen mask before assisting someone else. And I just feel like that's a really great analogy for us as believers in that we need to be hooked up to our own oxygen mask and have our own oxygen flow before we start helping others. And personally, I can just kind of be gasping along and like not really and seeing the needs all around me and not really hooked up to Jesus um, and receiving life from him. And I will neglect that very vital thing. It's like I'll get disconnected and then I'll still have a little bit of juice, but it, it runs dry. And then I'm like trying to help other people and it's just not working. And just the personal need for me to get back to, um, I don't know, just walking with Jesus, knowing him and then helping those around me. So anyways, what are some thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't know. It's actually reminding me of something I was talking to my mom about today. It was just like, I've come to a point I was telling her today where I'm like, I am selfish enough in a spiritual sense, which is kind of a weird way to put it, but selfish enough now where I'm not going to give up my walk with the Lord and my personal relationship with God for to try to do anything for anybody. It's like, I just, yeah, I was just like, that has to be number one is, 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 oh, and I'm stuttering, can idiot. Um, but <laughs> am I clear yeah. with Jesus and is my heart pure and is my heart in the right place? And I don't know, I was even talking to her about the fact that, because, like, I had this, you know, I can struggle, definitely struggle with condemnation sometimes. It's like, you know, the self-penance thing of being like, I don't feel bad enough yet, so therefore I can't accept the Lord's forgiveness for failing Mm -hmm. in an Mm -hmm. area. Um, But today, I realized that if I really want to be close to Jesus, and if I want to have a pure heart, it means I have to let go of that in the sense that I have to be receiving from Him immediately or else those those are the moments where I might suffocate and die spiritually or I might hurt somebody else because if we're not direct directly tapped into our life source whatever you know it's like we're going around spreading whatever like it's not life you know what I mean it ends up not being helpful at all and (laughs) this is the thing is that I feel like it's, it feels selfish. A, it feels selfish to, and I'm not talking about self-care, soul care, or anything like that, but sometimes it feels selfish to put yourself first in the way of being like, no, my walk with relation, why walk in relationship with Jesus is going to take priority today. I'm not going to sit and think about someone else's. I'm going to think yeah. about my walk with Jesus today. And also, the other thing that's crazy is it seems that we reach a point where we have believed in Jesus and he's our savior and we believe in him. And so now we're leading all these other people to him, but we still have something left that is not healed. Like maybe an area of blindness or an area of 
you know, you can use blindness, crippledness, maimed, um, dumb, can't speak in an area because we haven't had the guts to ask Jesus to heal us in that, in that spiritual area because what he's done is already enough. Well, Mm -hmm. he's still standing there. He's still the healer. He still wants to take us to a whole nother depth, a whole nother level, a whole nother um, height. And if we, if we don't ask him, he's not just going to do it. He wants us to ask. It says, ask and you shall receive. Sometimes he just does just do it, but a lot of times he wants us to ask and he wants us to be in tune with what's going on in our lives. And he wants us to know that he cares. He cares so much on every level. And there's, I don't know, I personally just find myself thinking so much about other people and other people's problems and um, other people's needs that I just, and I, I know they need Jesus, but then I'm over here starving myself of him because Mm-hmm. I'm not going there and and I'm done with that. And so my motto right now is put on your own oxygen mask before assisting others because I straight up feel like I've been suffering from not wearing my oxygen mask, from not being in complete connection with Jesus and letting him heal me and take me to that next level. And from well, that flow comes service. Well, some of that is actually is it's this false humility thing. And I know because I've been there over and over and over um, and a lot of it comes from a, a heart, your heart's in, the, in a good place, but it's thinking that out of yourself, good things come. Mm-hmm. And so you try to be humble and do what you think is humility, which is like, oh, I'm going to help this person and that person and do this and do that. And you spread yourself thin because it's all stemming from you. So from you needing to be humble, you needing to give life, you needing to do well, yeah. instead of it really coming from a place of I can do nothing, yeah. but what yeah. Jesus does through me. and. I actually caught myself saying that today to somebody. I was like, but I haven't, I'm not doing any, like, like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I could fill my, and I, I said, this, I could fill my life with, um, with every, with so many things right now. Like, there's a lot of opportunities to do, 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 and do, like, and they're right. all good things. And what I said is, I'm like, I could fill my life with all these things, but I refuse to do good things if they're not God things anymore. Like, I refuse to just fill my life so I feel some kind of a self purpose or self, like, okayness like where I feel okay with me because mm-hmm. I'm feeling a list of things that are good things to do and are going to yeah, benefit people right. if they're not the things God wants me to do because it's actually not my life and that's right, the, like, that's just where I'm at I'm like if it's really not my life and I don't want to live my mission I don't want to to make a, a, a passion and a dream for myself that isn't God's like mm-hmm. I don't actually want that like it's mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh and I and I find myself sometimes doing that where I'm like Oh, but if I only just like knew where my passions lay or lie, sorry, improper English, but if I just knew where my passions were and I knew exactly the end goal of my life for me, mm-hmm. then I could just have that mindset of like, Jesus, help me now. But I don't yeah. want that because the better step, I don't want the good. I want the best. I used, my yeah. mom used to say that to me all the time as a kid because the good is is feels like that, like in the practical. It's like I could I could live a good life. I could do the right thing. I could help people. But I want the best, and I don't care yeah. if that means I help one person because the best is whatever's going to further the kingdom of God the way God wants me to do it the most. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not what I see as like this will further the kingdom of God so much right now. God's eyes are not that that short sighted. You know what I mean? Like He sees 
eternity. He sees forever. He sees the next generations that are going to come. He sees, you know, everything or whether there is gen- next generations. Anyways, not to get into end times. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to throw that in there. But like he sees it all. So if he's yeah. telling me to move or to not move, myself spiritually to do or to not do and if it feels like i'm just sitting and doing nothing it's everything if he's telling me to sit and do nothing yeah and that's what's hard for me is because in my flesh it hurts to sit and do nothing you know it just you sit there at least at least at this point in life for me i'm like i'm sitting here and i'm learning and i'm sick and tired of learning because learning hurts Mm -hmm. because i I know at this point that there's no growth without pain. So I'm just in pain. And I, instead of condemning myself and being angry that I'm not, I don't feel whole. I don't feel like I want to feel or think I should feel. I just simply walk in obedience because that's, that's all I've got. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, it's time that we start looking at Christianity, um, not as a thing that we do, but as a person that we know. And it's it's about the relationship of Jesus with Jesus. It's not about how many things I get to do or whatever, because that, that does feel good and that does seem right. But that is not why Jesus died on the cross. He died so we could know the living God. And he didn't die so we could go around and, and do good works. Yeah, he wants us to do good works. That's going to come, but he wanted us to know him. And and that's what, you know, Paul says that I may know him and the fellowship of his suffering. You're talking about pain. <laughs> the fellowship is in that pain. The knowing of Jesus is in our pain. And uh and being made conformable to his death and that is what Christianity is about. And yeah, it's hard. It's it's really hard, but it's a beautiful thing. And, and it's 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 kind of it's kind of crazy sometimes because I always think like, well, if Jesus was literally here, you know, like his disciples had. I remember saying that once in a youth meeting years ago. I'm like, I would just really like that, mm-hmm. you know. And then all of a sudden, I realized that he made a very clear point of saying, leaving is better for you. He's like, yeah. So I he's like, I go to prepare a place for you and to and he's gonna leave. What did it say? The Comforter. Which is which is the Holy Spirit with you, yep. and yep. so instead of it being someone we have to seek or someone we have to go find physically, in this mission, He literally left all of Himself with each one of us. Mm-hmm. So I have direct and complete access to everything, yeah, everything. It's right here, here and now. And so mm-hmm. instead of saying, "I want God, I want God, I want God," but I can't have Him, or like He's not whatever He is. He has reached down. He has mm-hmm. poured himself out. It's a matter mm-hmm. of of not him not speaking. It's a matter of surrender. It's At a least- matter of us not asking for what he's given because <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. Um, there's Luke 11 says uh, it talks about the dad that will, will not give his son a snake if he asks for bread. Mm-hmm. He'll give him a piece of bread, you know. And then it says, how much more will not your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit, it names an exact thing, the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. But it says to them that ask, nobody's asking. And part of it is because the church at large is afraid of the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit does because, um, you know, people have seen people groveling on the floor and like whatever, um, slain but in the it's spirit. Like- but that's not what the Holy Spirit, who he is or what he does. He is a peaceful 
amazing presence that we have to have is essential. It's a secret weapon, but it is the like lifeline to the kingdom. And it's, it's kind of crazy because I think the Holy Spirit is, as much as he is kind and compassionate and gentle, he's also, he's a fire that burns up crap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's he's a Mm -hmm. fire that's burning inside of you that consumes the rest, consumes you. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's going to, he's not, the Holy Spirit doesn't come into your heart and into your, into your soul and into your life and into every little part of your existence to sit idle. He comes to take over. And so I think that's part of the fear is it's like this fear of losing ourselves. But he says, until I, he says, uh, if I, if I lose my life, then I find it. And he who saves his life loses it. And I mm. think that's easy to forget, especially like for me and your, in younger years, it's that whole thing of like losing yourself. You, you know, when you're actually, people are just trying to figure out, you know, who they are. They're like, who am I? This, that, that thing. I've stopped caring. Hmm. I've just finally decided I don't care who I am. I want to be whatever it is that Jesus tells me to be, what God tells Hmm. me, what the Holy Spirit's directing to me to be, Hmm. and that's it. Nothing more Hmm. and nothing less. And I, quite frankly, don't care what kind of a personality that gives me, what kind of character traits it gives me. If they're what God tells me I need for whatever he has set me here for, that's good enough. Yeah, That's more than than anything I could ever dream or imagine because I'm a freaking human. Right. <laughs> like my, my mind is so, so limited. And I think sometimes it's, it's just easy to get lost in that. Like, but I'm trying to find who I am and like what I'm supposed to be like, you know, that's, mm-hmm. we don't need to find us. No, we need to be found in him. <laughs> uh, that not having my own righteousness, but the righteousness of Jesus, that's what we need to find. And it's funny. Cause I told my mom the other day, I was like, because I've been kind of going through a lot of change and stuff, and I just feel really weird and just, like, I don't really know where I'm at. Like, I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to spend some time tomorrow and just kind of go and figure out, like, who I am, like, kind of right now. (laughs) And she sat there, and she's like, looked at me, and she said, no, you need to find out who God is. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, you're right. I was like, instantly, (laughs) truth, like, truth. And so it's been crazy, but over the last week or so, Jesus has been showing me, like, this is who I am. And um, just it was really cool because um, Saturday uh, I was at a meeting and a woman was speaking a long time in the middle of the meeting. She was the, – the singer guy had been like, will you – will you of the audience start sharing blessings that you have, like you've had this week? And she proceeded to share this, like, 10-minute long blessing. And it was a beautiful story, but I was like – I wasn't really paying attention because I was like, she's taking a really long time. (laughs) And, but yet I felt the presence of Jesus in that room listening to her. And I just immediately wrote in my journal, Jesus listens. And he listened to every word she said and cared about every word she said. And he had no concept of time. Mm -hmm. And he has no concept of time in, in that sense of that he cares so much and he listens and that is who he is. And so just little things like that just have been coming at me this week. And it's been really beautiful to just be like, write them down and be like, Oh, Jesus is this. Like, I've just been thinking about how I need to rest more and just be at rest. And I realized Jesus was never in a rush. He was never yeah. in a hurry. He, he rested. He was a soul at rest. And I want to be like that. He never rushed. 
He takes his time always. Watch him throughout the Gospels. He He's never rushed. And it's us. We are the ones that put time brackets and rush things and, and put and want people when we ask them to share their heart, want them to take five minutes or 10 minutes when Jesus is just listening and he doesn't care how long you take. And yeah, he does. He created time and has a concept of time, but I'm just saying like, we need that element of, of who Jesus is to come, to come and just be alive. Well, it's like he knew the will of his father and he walked in it. And I think sometimes that's where that, like peace that passes all understanding happens is it's knowing the will of God and walking in it because I've been there and I, and it, and I am there, even though I don't feel like great, Mm -hmm. but it's Mm -hmm. knowing that you're in the will of God. And that's where all of a sudden it's like everything in life just slows way down Mm -hmm. and you realize like, okay, none of this stuff is what I think it is. Because mm-hmm. when you're walking in the will of God, that becomes absolutely everything. It does. It does. I don't know. I was telling um, – I was on – I had a long talk with my mom this morning. So because I was – I just straight up just text her. I was like, I feel depressed. And she's like, well, can I call you? And I was like, oh, why do I have problems? <laughs> I Like I immediately just sat there and was like, oh, my goodness. my pro- I just made my problem somebody else's. Um, and then – I had this little like split second of being like, Ruth, you need to let your own mother in. Like, what is your problem? And partway through our conversation, I was talking to her and I was just finally was just started. I was just talking and he wasn't even paying attention to what I was saying. And then I was telling her, I was like, I can't stomach the fact that some people, I was like, if they think that this is all there is to God, like that they've come to a place where it's like, you're comfortable and you're fine. I'm like, if my heart's ever there, you better tell me. Like I was just venting. I was like, (laughs) I like, I can't handle the fact that if I couldn't handle myself and I couldn't handle being alive, if I thought that there wasn't more to God than what I have right now, because when Mm -hmm. I'm talking to God and when he's speaking to me, he seems so, I don't know how else to word it, but like a fragile, like a earthly term of like magical and deep that I'm Mm -hmm. like, I haven't even touched the surface. Like, I just Mm -hmm. feel like I'm barely, barely starting. And that's, I think, Mm -hmm. sometimes where we can panic about the time. It's Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I need, I need more. I need more. I need, I want all of it now. Mm -hmm. And I can't handle all of it now. And so Mm -hmm. in his mercy, in God's mercy and in his grace, and in him understanding how human I am, he gives me as much of himself as I can handle. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I think we're a little bit like the disciples sometimes. We're like, I'll be with you in the garden. I would die for you. I would do this. Yeah. And then we yeah. can't watch and pray with him for an hour. All he's asked is an hour. And so instead mm-hmm. of being like, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, it's actually staying with what he asks. He says, can be you faithful. watch and pray with me an hour? Yeah. So I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at is I'm just like, okay, if you're asking me to watch and pray with you an hour, I will give my life to be there for that hour. And that's all. That's all just he asks. faithful in the little things. And then when the big thing comes, boom, you're there for it. That's the second time I've heard that today. So that's confirmation. I'm kind of <laughs> laughing. Like that exactly. It's, it is. <laughs> My dad came mid-conversation. He was like, Ruthie, you don't need to worry. Just be faithful to little things. He says he was faithful to little things. I was just like, huh? <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I love how that works. <laughs> that amuses me so much. <laughs> hmm. 
Well, we're at our 20-minute mark, and I feel like this is a really edifying conversation. So we can yeah, I'm just glad we made it shut happen. up now. Yeah, well, thank you all for listening. We've well, been thank you guys for listening. Like, we genuinely really appreciate it. Yeah, so thanks for following and subscribing and commenting and leaving reviews yeah. and keep it up because we read every single one. <laughs> and all the messages to me specifically, I always do share yes. them with Emily. <laughs> yeah, y'all, you need to like send them to the podcast Instagram so I can see them too. No, Ruth yeah. e always sends take, them to I me. I mean, I'll take I'll take the personal DMs. It's always it's really speaks to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> we'll just leave it that way then. All right, thank you guys. Love y'all. See Bye. you next week. Bye.